Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Planning Podcast. This is going to be a Bible study focused episode for you, all on the topic of hope. Where is your hope today? Maybe you're feeling a little hopeless. Maybe you feel like, well, what is there to even hope for? Maybe you're in a difficult season or you just need a boost of hope. If that is you, this is the episode for you. I cannot wait to dive into scripture. So let's get started. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Okay, so let's dive right into this episode on the topic of hope. And I have some good news for you today, friends. As of today, we are fully restocked in our Seasons of Soap Bible studies. Yay! Our shelves are finally full after being empty for so, so long. We've been sold out of Soap Volume 1, Soap Volume 2. We only had about 20 Soap Volume 3s left. And now we also have Soap Volume 4. I'm so excited. Soap Volume 4, the first season Bible study inside of this Bible study is a season of hope. So Seasons of Soap Volume 4 include a season of hope, season of faith, season of grace, season of uncertainty, and a season of becoming holy. And that final one is really about maturity and really growing in your spiritual maturity. So I'm super excited. It's finally here. It's taken so long, but here we are. And so I wanted to do this episode specifically on a season of hope, season of hope. And here's the thing that I have learned about hope. Often when we have lost hope or we've lost joy, it's because our joy and our hope have been misplaced. When we place our hope on ourselves, our abilities, our flesh, our success of something we were hoping to succeed in. Maybe it was a launch or a contract. You know, maybe you put a contract in for a house you wanted and it fell through. Or maybe you put your hope in other people. When we place our hope in anything but God, inevitably hope will be lost. So that's my question for you. If you are struggling in a season of hope, Where are you placing your hope? Where are you placing your trust? Where are you placing your joy? Because I have good news, friends. God is faithful. He is the God of hope and he never fails. And because he never fails, your hope can have a firm foundation because we serve a never changing good God. And to have that full hope, you need full assurance of trust. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God is the God of hope. He wants to give you hope, and not just hope, a future. We can place our hope in God. 
We can place our hope in heaven, right? When we accept the grace of God and we declare Jesus is Lord of our lives, we have full access to an eternal life. And that hope can never be taken away from you. But here's the thing about hope that's a little bit difficult. Hope requires trust. Hope requires trust. I want to read a scripture to you really quickly from, you might see where I'm going with this, but Romans chapter 8 verses 24. And I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. It says, but hope means that we must trust and wait. Ugh, isn't that terrible? We have to trust and wait? Yikes. Okay, but this is this is the truth. This is God's word. But hope means we must trust and wait for what is still unseen. For why would we need to hope for something we already have? So because our hope is set on what is yet to be seen, we patiently keep waiting on its fulfillment. And here's a little bit more encouragement in your season of hope. Maybe you're in a season of waiting and it's hard to be patient. It's hard. So here's some encouragement in verse 27 and 28. God The searcher of the heart knows fully our longings, yet he also understands the desire of the Spirit, because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, his holy ones, in perfect harmony with God's plan for our destiny. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers, who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. How beautiful is that? God is the God of details. He he knows every need you have. And it says in verse 27, God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings. God knows what you're longing for. God knows what you're hoping for. God knows what you used to hope for. God knows your heart. And we can trust that he is a good father and we can patiently wait on the fulfillment of what we're hoping for. I just love how it says that every detail of our lives is continually woven. Isn't it a beautiful thought that the God who created the expansive, amazing, beautiful universe and the forest and the oceans and like all of it, he is in the details of our lives. He's in the detail of everything. And, and it's it's unbelievable. It's, it's unimaginable how he can be in the details, but yet be God. Like how, how, how does that even make sense that he is in, you know, an interaction I might have at Starbucks or, you know, a fulfillment of a, a, a little need that I have. But let's go back to the need that Jesus filled in his first miracle, right? When his first appearance of the glory, you know, in his first miracle in John chapter two, he brought wine. He turned water into wine at a wedding, a little problem. I mean, I'm sure to the bride or the groom, that was a big problem. And to the master of ceremonies, that would have been a huge problem for that time. But in the grand scheme of life, like running out of wine is not this huge need, right? Like, okay, we ran out of wine. Like, sorry, the feast is only going to be three days instead of seven because weddings back then were nuts. So Jesus is the God of the little things and he's the God of the big things. I mean, he, he is there for every need, the biggest need being your salvation. 
you know, your eternal salvation and cleansing of your soul and connection to your father, right? He is there for your salvation, the greatest need, but he is so there for all of your little needs. Isn't that great to remember? You can have hope that he is there in the details of your life. We're convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. And if maybe you're like, you know what? I don't feel like a lover of God. I don't feel like I'm close to God. I don't feel like that's something that I that exists for me. Like I feel pretty far from God. I don't even know about this God. I want to invite you to get to know him. We can't long for a relationship that we never show up for. Show up for your relationship with God. We cannot possess what we're not willing to pursue. So I'm challenging you today. Pursue your relationship with God. That might require waking up a little earlier. That might require deleting your social media apps for an hour and really being present, being still, maybe taking a holy yoga class. Caroline Williams, Google her on the, on, uh, on, I was going to say on the Google, <laughs> Google her uh, on YouTube and, or just look her up on YouTube. Gosh, I don't know what I'm saying here. And do a holy yoga class. Let, let your faith be fully embodied and just sit there in that stillness pursue your relationships. You can expect to have a relationship if you never show up for a date, right? Like show up, put yourself into this space. I, I promise you it will be so worth your time. So as we're on the topic of hope, I really want to do a little Lectio Divina. I did a Lectio Divina previously and you guys loved it. So I'm bringing it back. And also, if you want to hear more ways of how to hear from God, my last episode was how to hear from God. So if you're like, I actually need more help with that, go listen to my last episode and that will bless you. But let's jump into a quick few minutes of Lectio Divina. Now, what is Lectio Divina? That sounds funky. It's not woo-woo, I promise. It's something the saints and Christians have been doing for centuries, and it basically just means divine reading. And I'm not saying I'm divine or I'm more holy than anybody. I'm just saying that what all I'm going to do is read the scripture three times, and we'll take a little pause between the readings. And that is a time for you just to sit in stillness and let the words wash over you. Now, if you are not driving in your car, if you are not walking down a road, I invite you to close your eyes so you can really remove any distractions and just focus on your breath, focus on your breathing. So I want you to start right now and just relax your shoulders, get comfortable, maybe close your eyes, take a deep breath in. Deep breath in, slow breath out. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Very good. Okay, I'm gonna read the scripture. This is taken directly from our Bible study on day three. Each of our Bible studies is a 14-day journey on a particular topic. So this is day three from A Season of Hope. Psalm 33, verses 17 through 22 in the Passion. Human strength and the weapons of man are false hopes for victory. 
They might seem mighty, but they will always disappoint. For the eyes of the Lord are upon even the weakest worshipers who love Him, those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. God will deliver them from death, even from certain death of famine, with no one to help them. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust Him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us. As we trust, we rejoice with an uncontained joy flowing from Yahweh. Let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, for we trust and we wait upon you. Human strength and the weapons of man are false hopes for victory. They may seem mighty, but they will always disappoint. The eyes of the Lord are upon even the weakest worshipers who love Him, those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. God will deliver them from death, even the certain death of famine, with no one to help them. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in Him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us as we trust, we rejoice with an uncontained joy flowing from Yahweh. Let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, for we trust and we wait upon you. Human strength and the weapons of man are false hopes for victory. They might seem mighty, but they always disappoint. The eyes of the Lord are upon even the weakest worshipers who love Him, those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. God will deliver them from death, even the certain death of famine, with no one to help. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in Him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us as we trust. We rejoice with an uncontained joy flowing from Yahweh. Let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, for we trust and we wait upon you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this Lectio Divina reading. I hope it blessed you. And I have a question for you. As I was reading it, what word or phrase bubbled up? Did anything, did you observe anything in your spirit or in the scripture? 
And then lastly, how can you actually apply this to your life? What did this scripture speak to you? Was it just to accept God's love? To wait with expectation? To trust God? What was the application that you can start living today? Instead of doing a Bible study, let's do a Bible doing, right? I love Bob Goff has that quote. He doesn't do Bible studies anymore. He does Bible doing. And that's why I love soap because soap is a way to read and then apply the Bible to your life. How can you apply what you learned today and carry it through today? And lastly, in a soap, we write our prayer. So I'm just going to end this session in a prayer over you. Father God, thank you so much that you are the God of hope. We have hope because you are who you say you are, and you are the God of details. You know everything going on in the person's life who's listening to this podcast. You know exactly the circumstances they're dealing with. You know how every longing in their heart that they have, God. So I just ask for your peace to reign over them. I ask for Holy Spirit to saturate their home and that you will build a hedge of protection around them, God, and help them as they pursue who they're called to become. God, fill us with your hope today and show us where the hope killers are. Where are the little foxes that we need to remove or delete? What are you calling us to do in action today from what we've learned? Lord, we trust you. We surrender to your will and to your timing. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you liked this episode. And remember, our soap Bible studies just restocked today and they are flying off the shelf. So make sure you go get one if you want one. We have some discount codes for launch day, specifically today. If you want to grab a bundle or a couple, they make for great gifts, especially if you're doing like a small group or you want to host a small group. We have hosting guides for you and all sorts of resources to help equip you. So just reach out. And if you want to order in bulk for your small group or something like that, reach out to us at hi at horatioprinting.com. You can find all the links down in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope that this episode has blessed you in some way. If it did, please take 30 seconds to leave a quick review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I love seeing your feedback and I read every single one. Also, if you want to help spread the word about this podcast and this ministry, please share a screenshot to your social media, either your Instagram or your Facebook, and tag me in it. Tag Horatio Printing, and I would love to just connect with you on a deeper level. Now, before you go, I just want to make sure that you know you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy. And if you've been feeling stuck or stagnant in your ability to dream, or maybe you've been feeling unqualified to really put yourself out there and dream those big dreams and pursue the things that make you happy, I wanna help you through the Dream Crafting course. And I have a gift for you. You can use the code DREAM50, that's DREAM50, to get $50 off the Dream Crafting course. Now the doors are opening May 14th, and I cannot wait to welcome you into the Academy Every single member of the Academy gets access to our student community, which is a private Facebook group filled with dreamers encouraging each other on this journey together as we discover our purpose and really conquer limiting fears, the fear of judgment, the fear of failure, and any limiting beliefs that are holding us back from our dreams. I cannot wait to see you in there and you'll also get access to our live monthly support sessions. So if you wanna take your dreams to the next level, 
do not wait. Go over to thedreamerinyou.com. Use that code. And as I said before, the doors open May 14th, and I cannot wait to see you there. And I truly believe the best is yet to come.